All right, welcome back to Take a Pitch. New episode. We got Billy, Mike, new face. We got Nick Federico. What up, Nick? Going on, guys. Been a, been a while. Been a while in the works here. Glad yes, I'm finally sir. on here. Glad we finally have a Yankee fan on, on an episode since Mac has been MIA. But uh, before we get into it, Nick, we got something special since you were talking about in the works. A uh, little partnership we got going on here. Yeah, we do. I think it's been like a long time coming kind of thing. Like Max, I've known you for probably like a year and a half now, close to kind of thing. Yeah, just about. And like since and like since we met, you're like we kind of hit it off. We're like, oh, you use Anchor too, and like and all that crap. So we're like, oh, like two sports podcasts. Like why the hell not? Like and we like we haven't collabed with anybody yet, and like we've been like looking really to start collabing with guys. So what better than what better than you guys, really, honestly? Hey, listen, we're honored. Glad to have you on board. And uh, if you want to plug the show a little bit, go right ahead. Sure, Tri-State Sports Beat. We've been, uh, we've been around for a while. It's like three years already, which I can't even believe. It's uh, you know we do everything New York sports-wise: football, basketball, baseball, hockey. I don't know too much about hockey, but my friend does, so uh, a little bit of that. Uh, we also do NFL picks since the NFL season come and NFL season's here. Um, we do weekly picks, so we love doing that. A little gambling going on. Um, right, because yeah. New Jersey, it's legal there. It's legal there. It you is. Know? It is. <laughs> really, and that's thank God because I mean I need something to do during football because my football team's 0 10. We don't need to talk about that right now. Don't I'll worry, just, we got, we got two Jets fans and two Steelers fans oh, here. Don't man. worry. <laughs> two Steelers, Steelers fans. Oh man, I wish. I wish. Literally <laughs> two sides of the fucking spectrum oh, here. Man. I wish. <laughs> we got 10 and 0 and misery. The, the toilet bowl. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm, you know, we're excited <laughs> over at Tri-State Sports Beat to, you know, partner up with you guys, and it's already off to a good start. That is a t- quite a terrible towel, towel there, Billy. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're excited to we're excited to partner with you guys. It's already off to a good start. So, hey man, listen, we're we're all about collaboration and, and bringing keeping our circle small, but people we know, and uh, we're glad to have you on board and yeah. excited for what's to come with. Uh, Southside Productions and uh, Tri-State Sports Beat. And, uh, without, without missing a beat, uh, New York Sports, right? Yeah. How about yeah. Uh, DJ LeMahieu? Going back to the Yankees, you think? Uh, I hope so. I mean, if they're willing to pay him, like, I don't know. It's probably going to take, like, 22, 23 mil a year, at least. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm pretty nervous about it, considering what Steinbrenner had to say. You know, coming into the offseason was like, oh, we were hit really hard because of COVID and whatnot. Took a lot of hits because no fans in the stands. So, obviously, in my head, I was like, that means not that means they're not spending too much money this offseason. But, honestly, I've, I've said on my show, priorities 1 through 10 is signing DJ LeMahieu and locking him up. Uh, you know, the guy does freaking everything. He, I think he's I, – I, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but he's the, he's the only player in Major League history to win the batting title in both leagues. Or one of two. One of like two or three, yeah. One of two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And considering he was in the finalist vote for the MVP, I mean, not a lot of those guys just go in free agency. And But I think the Yankees will end up doing what they did with Derek Jeter many years ago, saying, hey, go go to these other organizations, see what you can get, and then come back to us. But, I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie. I'm scared. Like, most Yankee fans won't admit to this. I am scared shitless of Steve Cohen. I really am. <laughs> I am. Because the guy's got $14 billion, $14 beautiful billion, and he's and, – and listen, it hasn't gone their way right now because I thought they were going to sign Charlie Morton, but, you know, he ends up going to the Braves. But it's kind of off to a little bit of a slow start. I wouldn't be concerned, so don't freak out. I wouldn't be concerned. Considering, but. considering we can't hire a baseball ops guy because no team's letting us. Well, listen, <laughs> yeah. I, don't think that's, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. You, know, you guys know what Sandy can do, and especially mm-hmm. now because he's got money to spend. Like, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Um, well, as I just, said to Billy, you know, old habits die hard. Sam McFucking Williams. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's Sandy's drive diving into the, the the bargain bin again. Well, how do you guys feel about the the Cano deal? What's going on with like uh, with his suspension here? Uh, I'm fine with it. Lost yeah. every ounce of respect that I had left for him. Um, Is it kind of like a relief to you that like he's that? not going to be in, like moving to second, second base full time? Yeah, it's, it's going to yeah. be good. <laughs> it opens up uh, second base for McNeil and uh, Andres Jimenez. There's so and it, it's so much flexibility. It, it, and then it, it opens it really up does. DH more for uh, JD Davis, Dom Smith, and Pete Alonso to rotation around in that spot. If barring if there is a uh, DH or not next year, we don't know yet. But uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and it also uh, clears up $24 million, So. I think it also clears up an avenue for a Lindor trade, too, given that you have McNeil you can plug right in there. You, know, you have a Rosario or a Jimenez who one of those guys has to stay. Like, you're not going to trade both. And in the, one in of them the has to get traded. Yeah. Right. You're not going to trade both. So if you want to move McNeil around, keep him as a super utility, which he's done well, I'd say. Yeah. You know, I, I you would plug the door short and move Rosario or Jimenez to second base. It's it's There's so much flexibility. I would agree to that, too. And then, you know, talking about the outfield for a second, like, you put it, you actually put it in my head, Max, about the Marcelo Zuna thing. You know, if they don't get Springer, I, I, I've i said it on my show, too, and I'll say it here, I think Ozuna is a really good, you know, second option for them because I think the guy's coming off like a career year. He had over 300 this year. He played 59 games at a 60. Like, you know, that's what the Mets right. need is health. And they also, and he's not like, he's not an awesome defensive outfielder, yeah. but he's probably better than what you guys got right now, other than Conforto. <laughs> I think Conforto's a stud. And yeah, I was about to say, that kind of fits the Mets' MO. No, no defense. Right. right. Yeah, I think Conforto's like the only one that fits in on both sides, could hit and could field. Right. And Conforto, like, he, like, I was, like, I had to watch a lot of Mets games because, you know, you know, we cover them over there, but Conforto's <laughs> glove has just evolved as, as time has gone on. And, it, and it's really, and it's really been an asset to them. But, Having Ozuna, if you want to keep Nimmo, then you do. I think Nimmo's a good piece because he gets on base really well. But you have him in center field. I think you could deal with that with Ozuna and um, and Conforto. But obviously Springer's number one. You want to get George Springer in here. Like that, that's obviously number one. I don't know where you guys feel like on the you know as far as free agents go. I think Springer's are like a top three option right now. Obviously you guys, you know, big DJ LeMahieu guys. Who who's not going to want DJ LeMahieu on their team? Honestly, I've been proponent against DJ LeMahieu going to the Mets because of how much flexibility. Like, listen, yes, DJ LeMahieu, I would love to have him on any team. Don't get me wrong. The, the guy's a superstar, and he would help on both sides, both, both, both aspects of the game. But when you think about it, there's so much more flexibility. Why, you know, plug another guy there that you're just going to pay for, what, three years? Because you got three years of LeMahieu, let's say. So that's probably what he's looking for, a three-year deal. What do you do with the remaining two years of Cano? They haven't ruled out cutting, uh, cutting him completely, but they also haven't said we're not, you know, we're not, we're uh, going to cut him, come at all, you know. Well, that was my thing with Ozuna is that he's, you know, he's part, he's played half the season playing DH this year, so he's kind of a pure DH right now as, as far as like in the National League goes. That's why I'm saying it opens flexibility up for them as well because don't forget about Dom Smith either. I don't know if you guys want him to play first base or stick Pete at first base, but they he can sleep time and time. I, you know, I love Dom Smith. I'm one of the biggest Dom Smith guys, and I obviously I think you guys are too. But he's got to play every day. He has to. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way, whether it's Rojas or the whoever. Well, it's gonna be Rojas, Sandy. It is. It is. That. But, yeah. but who knows what's gonna happen come next year, and the year after that? I mean, they only said they're sticking to Luis Rojas for the 2021. Actually, he said 2011. A couple times. <laughs> yeah, like eight, eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yesterday but, he did say 2021. Yeah. Okay. But the thing, is, but the thing is with Ozuna, he's just got an electric bat, and he's—I think he's really only showing what he can do, this like this year coming off that career year, like I said. But I mean, like I said before, I'm scared of the Mets. What they can do, I'm, you know, as a Yankee fan, I'm not saying like want to compete against the Mets. I have no hatred for the Mets, so you know, don't get me wrong. I don't want you guys to kill me or nothing. But right, it's a one-sided uh, hatred. Yeah, it really believe is. Me, believe me, I, I want. I hate the Yankees. I'm like the only one that doesn't like. There's no need to. I hate the Yankees. Yeah. I don't hate the players. Like this right. is a hard Yankee team to hate. I've said it numerous times. Right. Like believe me, I want to go to City Field. I've never been to City Field before, boys. So I want to go to City Field as much as anybody. Like I've heard great things about City Field. Yankee. I'll be the first one to tell you, Yankee Stadium is boring as shit. Like it's not. A, it's not fun. I'll it's back cool you up on that one. It's cool not, once. It's cool. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's cool one time, but then you, you're. The, well, I've been there. I've been there a bunch. So like. There's, it's gray. It's like MetLife Stadium. It's like a yeah. human air conditioner. It's like it's it's all <laughs> yeah. very very modern. It's like it's like National yeah. Park. National Park too. Right, right. I but yeah, I'd love to go to City Field, go to Mets game. I have no, I have no problem in saying that. Hey, we'll definitely plan something out with that. Yeah, that's for sure. sure. Love that. Um, See you in 2023. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I guess while we're on that subject, real quick, Manfred wants fans in the stands in 2021. Yes. First smart thing you said in about a year. Yeah. Year. Okay, five years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a little little in, yeah. info, uh, little fact yeah, he's, there. He's ready to. They're preparing to have 100% attendance by opening day. I think is the exact quote. Well, I think they're gonna try and use that whole Ticketmaster thing as well, like how Ticketmaster is gonna do with concerts. 
uh, where once the vaccine comes out, you know, if you have proof of the vaccine or a negative test, you send it through an app or whatever it is. Um, Time and to get then, our new business up and running, baby. We got, we got to create an app. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, back to the Yankees and the Mets, you know, a lot of talk has been about Gary Sanchez lately, too. that's the one thing that just oh i'm done with it i'm done with them i can't anymore i'm just so you're game with trade yeah i'm i'm done like i backed him for a long time but like hitting 140 this year and the defense just doesn't get any better if anything it's worse i I just don't understand it and we forget in like 2018 too we only hit 186 Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, this has been like a downward spiral for Gary, and I just—I'm not saying go out there like I would love it, but I'm not saying go out there and throw the bag at JT. I love that, but obviously it's not going to happen. But uh, Gary's just not it, man. He's really not. I, I have no confidence in whatsoever. Like I'm—I'm I'm honestly, if the Yankees don't get a catcher, I'm okay with playing Higashioka. I might be crazy, but I'm kind of okay with that. Um, yeah, it increases the defense. Yeah. I mean. It's- more like you feel more confident definitely in his hitting like i mean yeah he's gonna hit what two 250 i want to see i want to see how he hits over a longer period of time yeah he's been i want to see what he i want to see what he's really got it's it's like it's almost exactly like dom smith you know the guy wasn't getting consistent at bats now he's getting consistent at bats he's showing that he can hit you know that might be the same case with higashioka i'm not i'm not a i don't hate it if that ends up being the case but i'm I'm done with Gary Sanchez. I've made that well known. I just I can't do it. I can't. I can't it's, stand yeah. him looking at uh, you know a ball right in the dirt and saying, "Oh, I gotta go get it." Okay, let me bend over and go get it. Like, come on, come on. We're better than that, or not? Is he? Is he? Is he? I don't he, know. I mean, shit, man. The oh, sad yeah, part yeah. is like his arm is so good that if he had any movement, right. he'd be amazing defensively. Yeah. There's a lot of other questions too, like. I mean, we could go into the Aaron Judge thing. Like, my guy, my guys over at, uh, on my show are like, well, my buddy Scott's like, I don't know if I can give Judge a long-term contract. And I have this thing, I have this thing with Aaron Judge. I don't know what it is. It's just, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know he can't stay healthy for a whole year, but that's my guy. I, I don't know. When he came up, I was like, I'm attached to him. You know, you know, you know how you guys just have that guy where you just don't want to see him go. But over Flores. I, yeah, perfect, perfect example. That's my guy. But I'm, but I'm just worried that he's not going to be able to stay healthy over, you know, over a whole season. And uh, I mean, was he even? I forgot. Was he? Did he play all sixty or within fifty-five of the sixty? Close, not even close. I don't think he missed. Yeah, he missed like a full fifteen-game or ten-game stretch. He did, right? Yeah. And then not even just that. Like the Yankees got to pay a ton of guys. Like you got to see if you're going to pay Glaber Torres. You got Garrett wait, Cole's. Wait, wait. Are you saying you got to see if you got to pay Glaber? Like, no, you pay in Glaber. Oh, yeah. You throw no, no, the no. bag at Glaber. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying. But I'm saying you have to pay Glaber. You know, you got Cole's contract on, on the books, which is, I mean, big. But, I mean, you're getting what you pay for. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Yankees got a lot uh, a lot to look forward to in the next couple of years. And I, I don't want to go past 2021, but I don't know. I mean, I, Schmidt they got to make some big decisions. And it starts and with DJ. Too. What's that? With uh, Clark Schmidt and uh, Davey Garcia, you know, do yeah. they really need to bring back Tanaka? Do they need to bring back Paxson and these guys, you know? Paxson, I'm bringing back. There's no Paxson, shot. Not but, but you know what I'm saying? Do you, do you bring back <laughs> in some of these, you know, second and third tier pitchers because you have the emergence of these two, you know, young future aces? Can you just well, rely on rookies, though, like that? But that's the question, too, yeah. But they, they'd be there when four and five. Position, you're getting Seve back. Yeah. Exactly. They'd, they'd and Herman too. We don't forget about Domingo well, Herman. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, he's still suspended for more games, I think, right? Yeah, I think he has thinking you know, of the twenty-five. Yeah, something like that. Because didn't he retire for like a, a month or something like that? Not even. I think it was like maybe a couple of days. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I remember some weird shit that he retired, and then he's like, oh, it was it was mind. a translation thing. Yeah, it was from his out was, Spanish. That yeah. was like, strange. Listen, that's that's a Mets thing that happened. That would happen there. Yeah, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk a little bit about your Mets. Like what? Like what's going on with the catching situation? You know, how are you guys feeling about that? So I we mean, are not going to be going into the season with Tomas Nito and <laughs> Ali Sanchez as our two catchers. We know that for certain. Remember Who when Sanchez get? was like the I top no guy? 
Yeah, he was always a defensive guy, though. He still is, and he's yeah. a, he's a backup. Same thing like with Nito. I like Nito. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with Nito. He's he's a very good catcher. He works very well with the, with pitchers, and he's great defensively. He's gonna be the ground. He's gonna be the Grom's guy. I think. And Cindergard too. I mean, realistically, that's a huge load of fucking confidence. In 2019, Cindergard and Degrom both had sub what two two ERAs with him. Something ridiculous like that. Why wouldn't you have him? You know. I mean, but they're gonna go out and get another guy. I want. Who it is is. I want McCann. I want McCann. Yeah, I think McCann's good. I I think JT is kind of out of the question at this point. I don't know. Like yeah, there were report, there were reports like uh, I don't know a month ago stay. that he doesn't want to play in New York. That he's got he's a gonna thing. Stay. Yeah, so I can yeah definitely. Bryce Harper I mean, is gonna make them pay him. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, listen, with, when it goes going back to Nito, he had two ninety two last year. I mean, yes, it was seven games, but that's still an encouraging sign for a guy who's been purely defense for the most part. Yeah, I think, you know, it's kind of, I think it's kind of the same thing with Higashioka with the Yankees. You got to kind of see what you got in a guy. So that's why yeah. I'm kind of on board about the Nito thing, too, honestly. You got, you kind of got to see what you got. Obviously, you want a McCann or, you know, maybe a JT to see what you – I mean, for a long-term answer. But also, you got to find out what you got in the farm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I and then the report was that the Mets were going to go after more than one of the, the these big four guys and, you know. We can expand it to the big five even with LeMahieu adding in, into that. You guys, uh, was, Bauer guys, what's going on here with that? I mean, I'm a big Bauer guy. Uh, I mean, I'm not a personal big fan of Bauer, but I would love to love to, to add him to our staff. Billy, are, Billy, are you not a fan because it's like it's one good year kind of thing? Like you don't know, it's uh, kind of a fluke. Yeah, and because realistically, the in-depth stats don't really show that he was all that great this year. I mean, he pitched against what? What, is, what was it, Max? Oh, yeah, the, bottom. the central. Yeah. <laughs> basically, the, the six worst, <laughs> worst offenses in the MLB were, I think, all but one of his starts. He, he faced one top five team in the MLB this year. So it was kind of, was it really good? Uh, but he was he was good enough with uh, Cleveland, Cleveland and, and Cincinnati last year. He was, uh, I think he was good enough that uh, I would still take him. I wouldn't pay him, like... Stupid amount of money, but yeah, I still like him. Does his attitude concern you for like the, the city? Not at like, all. No. I think he's perfect for New York. I really like the personality especially, wise, especially as a Met, though, because right. yeah, you get, the Yankees you get, like, get a little bullied. <laughs> you could get a little bullied being a Met, and uh, Jason Bay would know that a lot, and he, <laughs> didn't, he, he took that on the chin pretty fucking hard. Trevor Bauer will. He also took the chain the fence at Dodger Stadium pretty hard too, but you know. Um, I think I think if you bring Bauer to New York, it's got to be as a Met because then you'll have the storylines of the beef with Garrett Cole, and that'll become more of a, a su- intense Subway series and more intense with the fan bases. And I think it'd be great for not just baseball, but the city of New York as well. They've played yeah. that down a little bit, though, right? Like Bauer and Cole. Yeah. Bauer's played it down. Cole hasn't really said much, I don't think. Yeah. I, I love it. part of the beef, but yeah. <laughs> they didn't play each other at all this year. So I love, I love me some Garrett Cole. You guys, are, you know, I don't gotta tell you guys that, but I mean, he does seem kind of a douche sometimes. If you really look at him, like he does, like he does. A little bit, a little bit. Got that um, kind of attitude. I like it, but I mean, as long as it gets me some. Because you're from Jersey, dude. That's why. Right. You're right. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> but the Jersey stereotypes uh, are real. Don't nobody tell you otherwise. <laughs> But, I mean, I think looking at the list of, of Mets targets, yeah, obviously Springer is the biggest want. want. Mm-hmm. But the biggest need is McCann or Riomuto. And number two would be I'd, probably Bauer. Bauer. I disagree with that. No, the catching isn't. I, I think that Springer's more more of a need, a higher you need than a catcher. You think Springer's more of a need than a catcher? 100%. Brandon Nimmo was the outfield. worst defensive outfielder, really. was the I worst can... defensive center fielder in the MLB. Over the past two years. Okay. All right. I could agree. I could I'm agree fine with Nimmo in left field. I love Nimmo. I think that he's an on-base machine. I think that he's a great base runner. And he could be a good defender in a corner outfield spot. So, sh- let me ask you this then. Should the Mets miss out on Springer? Should they miss out on Ozuna? Which is uh, more likely the latter than the former. Mm-hmm. Is Jackie Bradley Jr. 
No, Absolutely it's not, not. even, it's not even worth the money. No, it's not that's even what I'm worth saying. the money. Has, has nothing about to do with that either. George Sprint, we need right-handed bats. You know, we have the most left-handed bats in yeah. the MLB. Yep. And Jackie Bradley can't hit consistently yeah. enough. But I'm just saying, that's 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 the drop-off right Too after many. Springer. I know, and that's why they have to get Springer. Have to. That's, that isn't 100% a necessity. That is the biggest necessity we need, and it has to happen. Okay. Can't let that chance go. Are you guys concerned at all about Alonzo this year? No. Not really. No. I, I, I knew, you go, we, knew that was, we knew that was coming. Yeah. There was no it, shot he was going to do the same thing. He led, he led I, NL first baseman in home yeah. runs, though, which is crazy. He too. still did. Yeah, he, he, we watched, he, like, the second half of games last year, he looked so lost. lost. Like he, and you, there I'd was one have game, a 60 game sophomore slump than a 162 sophomore slump. Yeah, what was it? There was I can't remember what game it was, but it was in the second half of the season. Like they showed his his like film from last year, this year, and his mechanics are just totally just so old. different. He's lunging a ton. He's getting out in front. His bad head is going way way in front of where it should be on the plane. And uh, I'm not concerned. I'm concerned he'll, about his defense. He'll, he'll, so he'll I do not out. want him at first base. His defense has gotten better. It has, but I'd much Dom rather. Dom is just better. Much rather. Well, Dom yeah. I mean, that's yeah. So. See, I'm more concerned about all these these fans who are saying, oh, what if you include Alonzo in a trade so you don't have to give up this? Pro-? Like, what? Why are you trading? No, that's, well, that's why. Hey, you see these, right, Billy? No, we, and we still have four years control on him. Why would you trade him? It's turning into it, well. Listen, if we could package him and Cano, get rid of Cano's deal. <laughs> if, uh, That's what listen, the Mariners did to us. Listen, if uh, I'm even if going going to Cano for a second, if I'm Stevie Cohen, I'm writing him a big check just to get the hell out of here. Pretty much. I, I think it's possible. I think I think it has to be. You want to see what McNeil can do at second base full time. Mm-hmm. Not even just McNeil either. You know, you can move right. Jimenez and over. Jimenez have over. Both yeah. those guys, Rosario and Jimenez, or even flip that around. Keep McNeil in left field, or you know, just moving around. What about this? Are you? I don't know if you guys are sold out on JD Davis at third base. You are. I am. All right. Well, I, this is just like the topic that's been around like New York Sports Talk Radio. Like, what about mm-hmm. a trading for Arenado? There's. No, we don't have enough. I don't want that. We don't have enough anyway. We have to get more than we want anyway. His his defense is, of course, you know, upper echelon, but but I. <sighs> Yeah, I don't of, know. I think with I, the amount think, of right-handed pitching too in the NL East, mm-hmm. it's not even worth it. Like his yeah. numbers aren't as good. Yeah, and he he had a down year offensively this year. By um, low. Hmm? Yeah, by low. Yeah. By low that situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we give up our not, not first. Much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Kalinick two point you know. That may haunt you guys for the rest of your family. That may haunt you. It might. Oh, it's going to fucking haunt us forever. You don't know how he's going to turn out. He, he's probably going to be really good. He's but good. <laughs> Dude, they're, they have four outfielders that are going to be studs in mm-hmm. Seattle. Seattle's building something pretty fucking good over there, I got to say. Max, how many backflips did you do when you saw that uh, Stevie Cohen just raided house and was like, you're out, goodbye? Like, Brody wasn't going to be here. and Brody wasn't going to be here next year anyway, let's be honest. But, to like, me? No, no shot. Personally, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Omar Minaya. I think he built that that 2000s Mets up mm-hmm. and kind of built the foundation for sustained success in that era, despite the fact that the results on field they, weren't there. They had money. Right. They had money. And he was good with using that money to his advantage to bring in the guys. He was smart. He brought in the Latin players that the people wanted to play with, Carl Speltron, and Pedro Martinez, to call Salgado. Right. Mm-hmm. In addition to all sorts like Paul LaDuca, you know, Tom Glad, I think, was one of his signings. You know, yeah, exactly. These guys who were good ball players. Sean so now Green. you're bringing in a money with with a guy with more money, and you just clean the house of a guy who was good with the, the team with money. Yeah, you know, but it doesn't that make was sense was, to me. But that was when he was GM. That's yeah. different. He's right, in a again. baseball ops role. He's not going to be as involved anyway. I get, so that, I get that. But at the same time, that transition period would kind of be nice to have him there with Sandy because they did work together. You know, some some sort of familiarity. They completely cleaned house. So for me personally, I think the only one that I was really questioning was the Omar Manaya one. Yeah, I think I I mean I get it. I mean I don't know much about Omar that, that you guys do obviously, but I know he's well. Means. I know that he was well respected in the Mets organization when he was the general manager, and then when he came back. But I kind of I understand why Stevie Cohen did what he did, just clean house completely. You yeah. want to get you want to just rid the Wilpons all over. You want to get mm-hmm. rid of their name as fast as you can. Yep. And I, I completely understand why. 
Um, I think, like I said before, I think having Sandy run the thing, you know, also hiring a GM, you know, would be, I don't think you had to go all those pieces, hire a president of baseball ops, hire a GM. I don't think that's really necessary. Um, it would be nice though. I think I've been a big thing for this too. Sandy runs the show this year and you guys go hard after Theo Epstein next year. That's not a bad that, idea, That just makes honest. the most sense. <laughs> Mike's <laughs> like, you know, I didn't even sense. think of that to be honest. <laughs> it makes, it makes the most sense because you know, Theo said he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be in baseball this year. Completely mm-hmm. get it. But when you turn around the two biggest curses in baseball, the Red Sox in 04 and then the Cubs, you give that you back up the Brinks truck for that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're and Steve Cohen, you, you give we got about three truck. different Brinks trucks, you know, <laughs> Listen, you got you got 14 billion Brinks trucks. Come on now. I mean, listen, you know, with, with they're all holding one dollar. Yeah. <laughs> with Theo, my biggest concern is that, you know, they're the reports that he wants to own a team, you know, and, and that's cool and all. But it would also be like a lateral move, no? I don't really he, see a problem. He with said him he didn't want to be a GM, right? I think, yeah, I think he wants to want. Like, but he also he want to be a president of baseball ops either. He wants to. He wants to build an ownership group. Ownership group. Yeah, yeah. So why would he, you know, waste a couple of years with the Mets aside from bringing in money and a salary kind of thing? Yeah, I was, just kind, of, I was just kind of thinking about that because when when I listened to Stevie Cohen's introductory press conference, oh, man. what what stood out to me was that he doesn't want people learning on his dime, and the, and Theo Epstein fits that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and you get somebody in here who knows what they're doing, who's built up organizations, the two like most iconic buildups like we've seen in the history of baseball, One and of, two historic two franchises too. Right, exactly. That are hung that are hungry winners and compete to win every single year. But I just think you have Sandy run the show, and then next year you see where you're at with Theo Epstein. Are you saying you dip Sandy though? You just dump him? No, 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 no. No, no, you're not. I think you. I think Sandy right now is just like a glor. Was before he took over the president baseball ops job was is like a glorified consultant kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think you have him take that role next year and say, hey, you know, and Sandy's been around a long time. He knows what he's doing. There's a reason he's you know been here twice. Mm -hmm. Um. I just think it's like Stevie Cohen wants to, and he's admitted that he has, he doesn't know that he doesn't, well, it's not that he doesn't know baseball, but he wants baseball people to take care of the baseball things. And Theo Epstein just screams that to me. I don't know if there's anybody else like you guys really would want, but I think come next year, again, not looking, you know, past this year, this year's important, but come next year, Theo Epstein, I think has to be. it. I mean, yeah, there's also, you know, Chernoff, who I think his deal ends next year, at the end of this year with the Indians. Yeah, and he was a target. Um, I think Stearns has two more years with the Brewers. So Steve Cohen, he says he's going to build sustainable winners. <laughs> Could he be looking towards the future, towards those guys? I mean, instead of just immediately going all in on Theo Epstein. So it's it's really a – and and you mentioned it's, – it's interesting because you mentioned Steve Cohen's introductory press conference. He wants to build sustainable winners. He wants to build. He's not in it for the money. He wants to. He's willing to lose, you know. And I think the press conference alone garnered him some fans in, within baseball right off the bat. Trevor Bauer did a whole whole video on it, you know, and that got Mets fans in a frenzy. Right. Then Sandy Olson complimented Bauer, and, and you know the whole Bauer the Mets flirt, flirting is is pissing me off. <laughs> just just announced the signing already. Um, but you know I think he he won over a lot of people in baseball. And when you look at it, with the Mets being denied permission to speak to these guys, I think that's part of Cohen's introductory press conference. They see a threat. Absolutely. They don't want him building this super front office. Absolutely. I, until I, he can. Yeah. Um, so while Theo Epstein would make sense going all in next year, we're still looking at this year, and we don't have a GM. Right. You know, the guy the Angels hired, I think, was a fucking college radio guy who somehow landed in baseball. I don't remember his name. <laughs> right, the future for you and I. Yeah, exactly. Being a baseball GM. Right, exactly. But um, you know, that's some of these teams are just picking people off the street nowadays. So Steve Cohen, obviously, as you said, he doesn't want people learning on his dime. There's got to be somebody who has been within the game for the last 15, 20 years, who's available that will also lead to sustained success. I don't know that if who it is, but there's got to be someone here. 
I think that's the biggest biggest hole for the Mets is that GM spot. You need a direction. I also that I also think at the same time, say like, even if you hire just a guy, I mean, just a guy, some random, not, some random, right, just a dude, just a guy with a resume. Here, here you go. Sandy's gonna lead them in the right direction. Sandy, I think Sandy will have a lot more say than than people think, just because he's been here, he knows what he's doing. But uh, right, and that was Cohen's guy too. Oh yeah, like that was the first. Like before he, even he, on the team. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even hesitate to bring Sandy back, and he knew that was going to be big with the fans because because I think the whole one of the big reasons why Mets fans love Stevie Cohen a he's not the Will Ponds b he's he's a lifetime fan. The guy was at the Polo Grounds, you know, sitting in the Polo Grounds, and the Mets were the lovable losers. Like were were oh well, come on now you got to <laughs> sorry sorry. Old Mets fan mentality. <laughs> Come the on. culture is changing. Yeah, right. You gotta right. remember. We'll, we'll we'll remember that. You gotta remember that. This is a new era for Mets baseball. I'm excited to see it from afar. I'm not a fan, but I'm excited to see it from afar. <laughs> and I, Max, I, Max and Billy, I know you got like you guys. You guys need this, like for your for your mental health. This this is good for you. This is good for you guys. Yeah, you did. I know you listen to Mets therapy. We know. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, was... I was dying, dying. Stuff. Listen, if, if the Yankees decide to keep keep Gary or or uh, botch this offseason, uh, you and you and Chris, you know, uh, we can do Yankees therapy. Please. We know you guys aren't used to go, used to complaining about you know bad seasons, but did, we can did you not hear work. Chris all year? <laughs> I tune him out sometimes. All you have to mention to me is uh, Brian Cashman <laughs> analytics, and then I'll, I'll just go. <laughs> well, wasn't there, wasn't there that report one day that like a couple months ago that Cashman go to the Mets? Like Steve Cohen would lure him away from the Yankees. Was there some possible. some BS report there? <laughs> but like, I'm not I'm not one of these Yankee fans that just hate on Brian. Brian Cashman has to be fired. Why? Why? Wait, there there are people who say that. <laughs> yeah, like a couple months ago, I'm like, people that yeah. are calling into FAN and ESPN like these idiots. Like, why are we getting rid of Brian Cashman? He's been here for what? Like almost I think more than 20 years or something like that. He's a whole thing executive if there is one. You're gonna freaking cut him off there and start fresh. Like this is not—that's not the time nor the place to do that. But I mean, Jeez, I'm not a, I, I'm not a big Aaron Boone guy, but I think Aaron Boone is just a freaking puppet for everybody else in that organization. I mean, it's not all his fault, but he is the manager and does take the fall. But I don't know. I think firing so, Joe Girardi was one of the biggest mistakes they've ever made. Yeah. So it would be Aaron Boone therapy session. Got it. Yeah, absolutely. Aaron Boone rant rant time with with, yeah. with Chris and Nick. <laughs> I could jump in on that. I'm a big advocate for firing Aaron Boone. Oh yeah, I mean I just don't want them to see anyone get anyone competent because you know angry Mets fan here, but you know they hired Mickey Callaway, you know. Wonderful Mickey Callaway. We will love our players. Okay. We, we, we fought. We battled. You know we battled. <laughs> oh, man. What's he doing now? Pitching coach. He's still the pitching coach. Yeah, he's still yeah. The they didn't that's, fire that's, him yet. That's something I was gonna mention. Hey, Joe turned Dylan Bundy around. Yeah, you true. can't fire what you don't have. They have no pitching. <laughs> it's not his fault. Yeah, Joe Madden would have a field day with this Mets roster, though. Yeah. With the versatility they have, like I was, I was thinking about this earlier, Joe Madden would have a goddamn field day. Yeah, Kevin right, Cash at the Mets bullpen, you know, like what the the Mets Joe Joe Madden can't make 15 pitching changes in an inning. How would he have a field no, that's day? Sure, you're right. You're right. He can't do that anymore. Did they say that if they're keeping that rule or not? probably are. I think so. That was going to be imp- in- implemented regardless. That wasn't just because of the shortened season. That was implemented back in spring training. So the DH was because of the shortened season. Correct. Which they that, just... that became universally liked pretty much. Yes. I think it will end up being put in for this year, but I mean, I so. around on the DH. Um, Creates jobs. I still hate the free batter rule. Mm-hmm. Creates jobs, helps the Met, Mets a ton. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I mean, even if the Mets have one of the best uh, hitting pitching staffs, <laughs> I'll still take uh, Pete Alonso and Dom Smith in that spot regard so over over uh, any of them. Are they are they keeping the extra inning rule too or no? They better not. <laughs> Shit's so stupid. Um, I don't think so. I don't think that they're doing. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. They shouldn't, because that is the 
dumbest shit ever. That that was so that along with the you know the seven inning double headers and the you know every everything that was implemented besides the three batter three minimum. Yeah. That was all due to the shortened season. That was to make games faster, which they didn't. Besides the seven inning fucking double headers, obviously. Because right, they're literally cutting fucking two two yeah. two innings from each. Cutting four innings. Four innings, yeah. In one day. I mean, jeez, didn't we didn't we even still have a game that went like fifteen innings? Yeah, a lot of them. Uh, Mets Mets against the Yankees, both uh, extra inning games ended up going nine innings. Right, they went nine, but I'm saying. Like even after nine, didn't we get to like fifteen at some point? A couple times this year, I think. I think there were a couple teams that played these long, long games. I don't know. All I know there, is there were a couple that did go to oh. like to to at least the tenth. <coughs> well, the tenth is the extra inning. No, oh, I meant from the double headers. From the double. I thought headers. you were talking. Oh about no, I'm ta- well, yeah, that too, but I'm talking about just in general. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think the the latest was like thirteen or fourteen. I don't think yeah, they got to yeah, fifteen this yeah, year, but still. Deep. I mean, at the end of the day, though, it's. That in, that rule needs to go, no matter oh, who yeah. you're a fan of. I mean, a team won a game without getting a hit. Mm-hmm. The Royals won a game without getting a, a recording at a bat. Oh, a bat. It was an at bat. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Royals. They they won the game without recording an official at bat in the extra inning. Like, ha- come on. Yeah. That's just not baseball. One la- one last thing before before I have to head out, boys. Um, what do you guys think about the Red Sox hire uh, rehiring Alex Cora? Right move, like really just. Douchey move. Well, what do you guys think about that? that was actually, that was next thing I was going to ask them too. Oh, okay. I got Get out notes. of my head, Nick. Get out of my head, Nick. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if Billy and Mike want to take this one first, but all right. I don't I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like Alex Cora. I think he's a douchebag. I hated him since he was on the Mets in 2010, 2011. Uh, he sucked then. He still sucks now. Fuck him. That's my take. <laughs> Mike? Uh, I mean, for them, it, it works just because, like, he already knows the team. Like, it, I mean, it hasn't changed too much. Like, he still has all of his main pieces there. They got rid of the best player in baseball. Oh, second best player in baseball. Well, yeah, I mean, besides two that, players, that's it. Yeah. That's the price, right? Yeah. Oh, and, and Boylan now, too. But that's whatever. Like, not a, a couple piece. pieces there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but they're not good in any way. Like, they're not going to be a good team. They have no pitching. Like, he knows the foundation. He knows what he's getting himself. He, the management knows him. He knows the players. So, like, it, it works out well with a camaraderie standpoint. But, I don't know. That team sucks anyway. <laughs> I think I think it's going to benefit Rafi Devers the most. Is it going to help Rosny Castillo? He'll <laughs> 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 finally make, <laughs> finally make <laughs> his real impact. <laughs> finally get yeah, somewhere else. <laughs> Oh, why man. Why would it help Devers, Max? Because, what was it, 19 was when Devers had the big year, right? You mean his, uh, which was, was right for rookie year? And that was the second year. No, it was yeah. 2017. It was 19. It was 19, yeah. He's only been up for... No, his rookie year was 2018. Oh, was sorry. Yeah. Maybe it was 2017. I'm pretty sure. He was... 20. 20. I think it was 17. Maybe but either way... Late 17, but... 2019, he hit 311. Right. Yeah. He had a big year under Alex Cora's... You know, watching management. You know, he he kind of was able to to come into his own, and he played 58 games in 17. By the way, um, I know it's pulled. Up. He didn't qualify though. No. So he, you know, Cora was good for him in terms of. Fuck you, Max. What? I said. Therefore, I was right. Fuck you, Max. <laughs> his rookie year was 2018. All right. Fuck the semantics. Anyway, I, I think. Devers and Cora had a good rapport. Um, just, just to cut you off. He had a shit year in 2018, though. So why didn't? Why, what was? What was the deal with him and Cora then, though? Under, under new, under, under new management. You know, young guy trying cheat. to get. It was the year they won the World Series and cheated. Yeah. Right. He didn't benefit. Uh huh. Um, you're playing both sides of the spectrum here, Max. You gotta, uh, gotta, gotta play even line. Make up your mind. Did he help day, him or so, did he not? At the end of the day, I, I think. I don't like Alex Cora. I don't think he should have another job in baseball. Um, but given the fact that A.J. Hinch did join the Tigers. Um, I think it's different. A little bit, think, yes. You don't see a different, a huge, no, I, don't see, I see a huge difference between A.J. Hinch and Alex Cora. 
Alex Corey was implementing it in the in the fucking hallway. True. AJ Hinch was destroying it. There's a huge right. difference. Well, then, the, then that brings in the Carlos Beltran aspect of it all. He was a player. Right. So he should have been granted immunity from yes. all that, which is that was, you know, and that just was the Mets' decision. The Wilpons. Wilpons are scumbags. We all know this. And then didn't, didn't he have a rocky relationship then with them on his way out anyway? He had he had a rocky relationship with the Wilpons since fucking like '09. Yeah. So because you know that's he was still hurt, and they tried to put him back in to play and. They tried, they, to, sell out they tried and... activating him. They were like, we're paying you. You're going to play. Because he had hit like the threshold to where they wouldn't have gotten their money back from the injury. So they were right, going to try and make him play turns. through injury and this shit. Yeah. It, it was a whole mess. Yeah. I mean. Wilpons are a piece of shit. That's the end of the story. Yeah. Is it good for the Red Sox? Yes. Is it good for baseball? I don't think so. I don't think it affects baseball, honestly. I think if you look at the, at the grand scheme of it, you know, you, this guy was caught cheating. Any guy's job back? I don't think it's a good look for baseball, you know? I also think the Tony La Russa incidents are much worse. Because we didn't touch on those at all. Yeah, it was off the field, though. It wasn't much worse. I think it's a, what is it, the second one in three years. He didn't kill anyone. Uh, he's Tony he's fucking La Russa. You know he's not Jim you're right. Dude, he's I'm a whole of fame baseball man. <laughs> you know <laughs> That's who I am. The greatest quote. <laughs> Holy Larusa with the quote of the year. Um, Nick, you got to bounce, right? Yes, sir. Nick, it's a pleasure, man. You're always welcome yeah. back. Thanks um, for having me on, guys. Really enjoyed it. Nice and then uh, Tri State Sports Beat. New episodes at when? What's what? What do you? What day you guys just drop them? Wednesday. Wednesdays at midnight. Alrighty. All right. You guys check them out. And uh, looking forward to more in the future. We'll throw, right, the link at, we'll throw the link in the description. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Later, brother. Yes. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props only. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research. They only ask you about the top-tier athletes in each sport. They give you prop bets for the NBA, NFL, MLB, PGA, and even esports. In the NBA and NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player props to build your lineup to try and score the most points you can to win a share of the prize pool. If, it's the ML- if you pick it on MLB, PGA, or eSports, you choose 5 out of 10 po- uh, prop bets, and you build your lineup that way. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. You rack up the most points, you win a share of the prize pool, as always. Thrive Fantasy has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launching in 2018. How do you get a bonus from us? Use the promo code TAP20 when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy in the App Store or the Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up today and remember to use the code TAP20 to get a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Good luck. Go win some money. Anyway, with Tony La Russa, um, yeah, the reaction across baseball was was not good either. Even the Hall yeah, of Fame was I mad. Mean, Even the Hall of Fame was mad. Personally, personally, I don't care as much as I think people are a little, a little more upset than they should be. Agreed. I mean, if if he was like, you know, drunk driving to his job, like he would, dude, this is off season. Sure, whatever. Like, yeah, drunk driving is bad. We all know this. He should know this. But dude, he's fucking Hall of Fame guy. He could do whatever he wants. No, I'm serious. I'm being serious. He, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's a little, a little less than people are making it out to be. I don't, I, I, I don't know why they would sign him to be their manager. It's kind of weird, in my opinion, to begin with. But yeah, an old school guy with a new school team. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan. Is it a new school team? I don't think so. I think it's a very old school team. You think so? What's new school about it? I just think in, in terms of analytics, it's been it's been what, what? nine years since Larusa managed, yeah, twenty eleven, right? But, but what makes them a new new school team? I mean, name one player on their team that makes them a new school team. Yasmani Grandal, a true hitter. Tim, Tim Anderson, Anderson. What about him? You know, it, it, he brings brings flashiness and stuff. Something that Larusa was not a big fan of. If you think about it, Larusa yeah. did not like players having personalities. If I remember correctly. So, oh, so he hated Albert Pujols and Yadi Molina? So it, they weren't really personalities. How were they not personalities? They were. They were superstars, yes, but they weren't. 
They were yeah. back flipping and shit, and the, dude, that's the Latin started that shit. The Latin I players. I don't. Yeah. I just. I highly disagree with your statement, but you can proceed. Anyway, um, but I, I think it's it's rough when a player like you know as as outspoken as Marcus Stroman is says I will never play for Tony Russo. I think that's an interesting interesting piece there. And that's just me. If I was Tony Russo, I would have I would have shot back and said I won't I won't have anybody on my team that's under five foot. Boom. <laughs> Max, what are you doing? You distracted fuck. I mean, I make a no, joke. I was I was, I was, I was looking attention. for the for the next thing. What did I me? say? What did I say? I didn't hear what you said. I was looking for the next exactly. thing. Exactly. That's fucked up, man. Mike, I appreciate you acknowledging my joke. <laughs> of course. Fire. Billy, it's because we get it. You know, next thing I guess we can talk about We're is... literally... Oh, Bennett for us. <laughs> is uh, Blake Snell. Uh, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, 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 why are we jumping off of this quick so quick? How, I thought we were done. Oh, what makes him a new school man? What makes him an old school manager with a new school team? Tim Anderson's flashiness does not know. That's not new school thing. The game no. itself is different. Okay. What about it, though? What makes him not fit in now? Yeah, first of all, the huge big thing is the analytics. Okay, but that could be implemented. He clearly is obviously open to whatever they're doing. Is he? Or is it just kind of an old school, you know, buddy-buddy <coughs> with, with Reinsdorf, who okay, fuck but him, that, by the way. But it might work. Listen, if it works, more power to him. Don't get me wrong. Because you know? we've seen plenty of times. And I recall you said it yourself. If half the moves that were made in the postseason this year were an old-school manager and old-school thinking, they would yep. have ended up winning games. You're right. You're right. So now you're at, you're looking at, yes, every team is new school now, besides the White Sox now. So that makes them the one outlier. So they're going to be thinking different. They're going to be thinking old-school baseball, right, so on the field. because they're thinking different, that gives it them a leg give up. them an upper hand. Yeah. Okay. Compared to I see. I didn't think it's we're analyzing. There have been so many over analyzations over the fucking past few years that have ruined shit. See, now now you're bringing me a new perspective. I didn't think of it that way. You know, that's because all this. You you look at all these players that they have. You know, Yasmani Grandal, Jose Abreu, Nick Madrigal. Yeah. You know, uh, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert. All of them are just true baseball players. They're not. These guys aren't moving around the diamond. They're true to their position. They're true to what they do. They hit for power or contact. Yeah. They are, like, Nick Magical on paper, a guy like Maka wouldn't even fucking like him because this kid is going to hit, like, 340, but he's only going to hit 10 bombs, 10, right. 15 bombs a year. And he's going to swipe 30, 40 bases every year. So, like, right. people, these new school people wouldn't like a Nick Magical, but he's very effective. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he okay. is. In, in, in an old school mindset and in, in, you know true to baseball now you can go on to your next point max <laughs> um you know talking about new school versus old school raise open the trading blake snell yes. you know that's a perfect segue there um what the fuck are the rays doing man guess they're blowing it up um, the Marlins, they reach the world series they blow it up <laughs> so so they I've done this many times in the past. James right. Shields, David Price. Mm -hmm. They've done it in the past. These guys who get into their late twenties, getting near contract, getting near the end of their contracts, and Chris Archer too. Yeah, Chris Archer, and they ship now. Well, yeah, Chris Archer one worked out real well for them actually. <laughs> really, really well. I but, think it's the best trade in baseball history. I think for one. Yeah, time one of least. them. Oh well, Nick, uh, Chris Archer has also been hurt. Yeah, yeah but you know what? They got they got great value for it. Yes, they did. But is is uh, Glass now actually actually an ace? We'll see. Right, and and I think that's also a big. He's gonna have to step up if they right. get rid of. They uh, got Meadows Snell, for that too. Yeah, Meadows is a very good player. Um, but you know, I think the only star they've really kept has been Evan Longoria, no? For yeah, for more than. <laughs> for more than six more years. Than six seven years, yeah. Yeah, I think Longoria is the only one, and and. That's saying something. Yeah, they're, and, they're a new, yeah. relatively and, new team in the grand scheme Pena, of things. Pena for a while. They had Pena for a while. Yeah, they did keep Pena, Pena, yeah. For a while. Um, and, and yes. And they had for a while, Upton. too. Yeah, Upton, Upton was another one. Uh, I was going to say Crawford, but they kind of let, let him go right before uh, the end of his contract, right? 
Yeah, they traded him. They knew he was going to demand big money. They traded him to Boston, didn't they? Boston, yeah. Was that a trader? I thought he, I thought he signed as a free agent. I know he signed as a free agent. Oh, maybe agent. he did sign as a free agent. He did, yeah. Yeah, and then when uh, the Dodgers traded, that the huge fucking trade got him. Yeah, but the anyway, fucking mega deal. Um, yeah, insane, insane, insane 12-player 12, 12 deal, right? Here we go. Here's what it is. Uh, yeah, it's traded by the Red Sox with Beckett, Gonzalez, Nick Punto, and Cash to the Dodgers yeah. for players to be named later, Ivan DeJesus, James Loney, Al Webster. Then the uh-huh. Dodgers sent... Rubby De La Rosa, Jerry Sands to the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> this, kid's, yeah. this kid said Rubby. That's, that's what it is. Rubby? It's Ruby De La Rosa. It's just with two Bs. Oh, that's why, that's why it threw me off. Fucking. Hey, listen. Brain's not working today, boys. Rubby. <laughs> Brain ain't working today. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway. Hey, so, Billy, uh, you can't talk, all right? Why can't I? I can say you whatever I off, want. You said the fucking mis- misspoken shit. I, everyone has. And I'm Get laughing at you right now. GitHub. GitHub. That was just a fucking autocorrect, bro. <laughs> That's not the same thing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> What the fuck were we talking about? Rubby Dale Rosa. Uh, Anyway, I don't remember what we were saying. Um, Um, I don't even remember. Let's see if I can find it in our DMs. Oh, Blake Snell. Yes, Uh, Blake Snell. Where where do you think he's going to land? I think he stays with with Tampa. Okay, if if it wasn't with Tampa, if he doesn't stay, where do you think, where do you see him landing? The Angels. But what do they? What, do they have anything to give up, really? Joe Dell. They're not giving up Joe Dell. I, I think the. Oh, I think they take depth that's, pieces. I think. It's I think. Possible. I think Tampa would take just depth pieces at this point. I think you'll Seattle. Seattle. Seattle has. Seattle has a ton of young, controllable players, which are, who are very talented. That may not fit into yeah, their future. They're not, not going to. Uh, they don't want to give up something like that for Blake Snell. Yeah. How much? How much does Blake Snell have left on his uh, contract? Listen, you, you asked the question. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, but he's Blake's, going. He's no, going no, down. He's getting ten, He's getting like ten a year for the next. Oh no, it's it's eleven, thirteen, and sixteen and a half. Yeah. So I, I see it as Seattle. I also don't see many other places. Dodgers. Yeah. Yes, they literally can just do whatever they want. They were trying to trade for Arenado. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like there's a bunch of teams that could go after Blake Snell. Three years worth of him? I mean, I don't uh, know. My my gut's saying Seattle, though. That's just what what my gut says. Who would they give up for him? You have a couple different pieces, you know, even if they're major league players. Well, they're going to want major league or close to it, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't really thought about it that much, but, you know, just thinking straight up. Mm-hmm. It might be a place that they can they can land. All right, what's the next topic, Rubby? <laughs> <laughs> Um, first domino to fall, free agent wise. First big name, at least, uh, Charlie Morton to the Braves. One year, fifteen million dollars. Braves kind of knew they needed that starting pitching help. How, to, how many old pitchers are you gonna sign? <laughs> Cole Hamels, King Felix, now Morton. Here's the difference, though. Morton still's got, it. still's got it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like Paul Hamels did too, though. Yeah, then yeah. he got hurt. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens when you're old. Yeah, I mean, it's, gonna, it's gonna interesting to see. Listen, the Braves needed pitching, though. It made sense. Would I like to see Morton come from the Mets? Yeah, more than the Braves for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think 
in the grand scheme of things, the Braves made a move that they need to do. They have a lot of depth now in that rotation. They need at least one piece because you don't know what how Soroka is going to be coming off of his Achilles. You don't know when that's going to, you know, how long how long that rehab is going to take. You know, um, who else was the other one? Ian Anderson, you don't know if he, it's just a flash in the pan with him. I mean, the kid looks really good. I don't think it is. But he's not a flash. Right. It's. I don't think he is either. But you never know with with some of these guys. Uh, if I if I if I had to take a guess about any of them being having long term success, I think it, it's it Anderson would be too. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, Kyle he... Wright, Bryce Wilson. Kyle Wright sucks. Max Fried, you don't know what what he's gonna do next year. No. Yeah, the, Listen, if everybody's healthy, that's a very potent rotation. But it's a very big, big if. You know, that's a very hit or miss rotation, too. Yeah. They're all uh, young. They're all young. With they're the all very, of, very, very Morton. young. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. I think bringing in Morton is also a veteran presence move. I, I like I that aspect of it that might be overlooked. Yeah. Um, overall, I think it's a good move for the Braves. Yes. And it's a move they had to make. Yes. That's just kind of where, where my head's at with that. Um, All right, Rubby, what's the next one? I'm gonna I'm gonna abuse it. Oh, I know you are. Should we talk about Randy Rosarena? Uh, wait, wait till there's more details. Wait, so yeah, just you can just touch on what it, what happened. Guy got arrested after try, uh, attempting to forcibly abduct his daughter from his ex-wife's home. In Mexico, and he also got into a violent altercation with his ex-father-in-law as well. No one likes their in-laws. <laughs> More details to come. Yeah, so definitely something to keep an eye on, especially considering he had a huge postseason. What that might mean for him. Dude, it was one season. of the best postseasons of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, one so, of. Um. The last one, or did you talk about this? The one that you just sent me? No. Francisco Lindor. Oh, I didn't talk about that. No, you're right. Yeah. All right. So he, he has updated betting odds that have him marginally going to the Mets. Because, you know, I Vegas bets on everyone. I don't want him. Am I the only one that why, don't, doesn't want him? Why don't you want him? What are we giving up? Steve Cohn's main point in his speech was to build a farm system. What are we giving up? We're giving. Are we gonna give up Armstrong? Um, fucking. Who Matt was the? Allen. Who was the third baseman we drafted? Beatty. Beatty. Yeah. What are we like? What are we gonna give up? We don't. We have three shortstops. On our team, mm-hmm. or like, well, we have two on our team, and then one in the farm system who's projected as a top prospect in, in baseball. Yeah. Like, why are we gonna trade for a shortstop that's getting older, gonna want more money? Mm-hmm. When we already have, I mean, yeah, I guess whatever. Rosario and Jimenez aren't Lindor, but yeah. isn't Lindor huge? Like, how much longer can he play shortstop? Isn't he like the C- oh, he's small. Like no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Correa. I'm thinking of Correa because yeah, I saw they're looking and, into uh, trading Correa as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I didn't Correa see that. And Seager. It came out this Correa morning. Six four. Seager six five. They're both realistically going to be at third base within the next three years. But like. <sighs> Why why give up all those pieces for something where, I mean, yeah, Jimenez and Rosario aren't on that level, but we have enough around it to where their defense is good enough, they'll be fine. Yeah. There's no point in depleting what's already depleted. Mm-hmm. See, my, my biggest thing is uh, I don't really see how you can give up anybody of big value when you're getting one year out of the guy. If, uh, yeah, that's also the other point. If you could confirm that we're going to have him until, you know, 2026. Right. Yeah, like, if, if you can agree to him to an extension with him, yeah. Yeah. That, then fine. That's, who did, someone know. did that recently, too, didn't they? Um, yeah. I forgot who it was, but there was a team that did that. Either, but yeah, it was last season. It was yeah. Last and, or it might have been two off seasons ago. Was it Goldschmidt? <clears throat> no. It might have been. No, Goldschmidt had already had the big deal, had already had the long term deal. Did he not? He might have, yeah. Oh wait, maybe he didn't. No, he did. He did. He, he had he had the big deal when he got traded. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> it don't matter. Um. Yeah. Now, now I'm curious who it was. It don't matter who it was. 
And <clears throat> but like, yeah, that that's my thing with with Lindor is <clears throat> what are you giving up? Like you said, what are you giving up and how much are you giving up? Like, how much can you give up for a guy that you're only getting one year out of? One year confirmed. That's and that that's really. the big thing. You could always get it's, hurt. Yeah. Because there's no guarantee that at the end of the day, he just stays. Because especially even with he's hurt, if he's hurt, he's rehabbing on your dime then. Mm-hmm. If he gets hurt early. You know, I mean, it's... Can he just not be stupid and fucking sign him? Just just for baseball's sake? The, just, the just Indians are the, are the weirdest team. They refuse to fully rebuild and they refuse to fully compete. Fully compete I, I'll yeah. never, I'll never understand. They are in they some sort of baseball games. purgatory. Yeah. And they always, they always end up being at least in the hunt for the playoffs. It's so interesting. It's yeah. They're, they're in some sort of weird baseball purgatory that somehow works. It, yeah. It's kind of like the giants have been. Yeah. The past few years. They Especially haven't this year, to, yeah. to either way. Dude, they were in the hunt for the playoffs and, both the past two seasons, they were a few games out of the second wild card. Yeah, that's true. They were there right at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I don't understand teams like that at all. You know, I, I think, I think at some point you have to commit. And the fact that these teams haven't, it shows. I think a, it's a reflection on their leadership and their ownership, mm-hmm. and it's a reflection on on the culture. I think, which is something you don't really see hear much about. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't want the Mets to be that way, but I think they were trying to be the last couple of years. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, there was really no point. I mean, you look at the team that we have. There's where was the point in committing to a uh, to a rebuild? Kind of stupid to do that. The team we have, though, give up, give up all the guys that we have just to rebuild. I mean, you probably have it have an insane farm system, but yeah, what cost? True, and that's like that goes back to what Mike said. At what cost for Lindor? Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Anything? That's it on my end. Uh, prayers up to Tommy Lasorda, who was in the ICU this past past couple weeks. Uh, hoping he. he you know, he's resting comfort- comfortably as of last report I saw last week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's that's one thing you don't want 2020 taking away from us is uh, Tommy Lasorda. Happy uh, retirement to TC. Yeah, Terry Collins. His ass is no longer in the jackpot. <laughs> His ass was never in the jackpot. No, no. But um, either way, you know, happy retirement to Terry Collins. I feel like we're missing something. I just can't figure out what it is. Um, it's been slow. We knew yeah. it was going to be a slow developing offseason. Oh, who's the next domino to fall? Who do you think? After Morton, who do you think is the next one I just wanted to sign? Rio Mudo. You yeah. think so? I think he yeah. gets the Rio. <clears throat> yep. Reports were that they were talking, so I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I'll probably agree with you there. Um, last thing, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. You know, that's probably should have started with that. Uh, um, <laughs> no, we close with it. Always close with it. Right. We always close with the the, the, the good welcomes. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you don't have to wear a mask in your own home. Um, hopefully you get to spend it with family and everything like that. And boys, you as well, hopefully, obviously. Hopefully you say, fuck Andrew Cuomo, and you have 30 people at your house. Right, it's a funeral for your turkey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, listen, boys, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Um, Thank you. Happy Black Friday. Black Friday, you know, coming soon. And uh, we're going to have a good deal on the merch store coming up. We got some holiday uh, themed merch too coming out. Billy's, been hard, at, Billy's been hard at work uh, designing some cool stuff. Yep. Excited to see it come out and uh, hopefully. People buy and uh, enjoy the merch. Don't forget, we're still doing the uh, Veterans Day stuff. 25% of the proceeds from that collection will go to helping prevent veteran suicide. Our breast cancer awareness stuff still going on. We're still donating money. Tom Seaver shirt, still donating money. 
you know, listen, it's going towards a good cause, and I think that's that's the best thing there is that we're we're putting money towards a good cause, you know, and it's it's worth it. It's shit's sure. comfortable as fuck too. Um, anything we're missing? It's on my end. Socials, uh, you know, at this point, everybody knows them already. I take a pitch. Yeah. Boys. Peace. Robbie.